Hello, foodie fans. Welcome to the Big Food Talk, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. I'm your host, Sal Conca. This show supports restaurants, chefs, and food pioneers with your help. Head to BigFoodTalk.com to make your donation today or check out our fun apparel line with proceeds going directly to participating restaurants. Special thanks to the Long Island Food Council, DineLI Facebook Group, and Yelp Long Island for supporting this episode. Today's very special episode features Jamie, better known as Jay's Traveling Fork on Instagram. Jamie is an influencer who's been able to combine her passions for food and travel while making friends along the way. Find out what meal blew Jamie's mind and listen in on our speed round where I asked Jamie for her best of recommendations on brunch, lunch, dinner, and more. Let's hear Jamie's story. Jamie, welcome to the Big Food Talk. I'm so excited to see you today. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been so long. I know we've actually got a chance to dine together in the past. Um, So how are things going for you these days? What's new? Just... um, uh my whole mentality with this whole outbreak, with this whole pandemic, I'm sorry. Um, My mentality has changed definitely. My focus is more on my mental health, my physical health and my family, Um, my loved ones, my friends. um, And again, like um, the love of food and like all these restaurants that I definitely like, like the people have become my friends, like the rest the owners, the chefs, the staff members um, to continue to support them the best way I can. Absolutely. I think that's really important. And I'm glad that you're taking care of yourself. It's so important right Mm -hmm. now. People, a lot of people struggle. They are struggling right now, even, you know, just outside of the food industry and things like that. And we know how hard the restaurants have it right now. I mean, at at this point, do you have any idea? uh, This is going to be an outrageous question. How many restaurants have you like dined at or taken photographs at and like worked with? Do you have a number on that? Well, no, I definitely (laughs) don't because... I back no, it's definitely more than a hundred. <laughs> I I assume so. I mean, so you've yes. been doing this a while. When did you start? When did you start taking photos and and starting your Instagram account? When did that all begin? I want so like the latest. Um, you know how you get like memories. The latest one that I got was like 2013. Oh, wow. So, but I wasn't. I was private. So I just allowed like family and like close close friends to see it. And and those were like super like uh, it's like embarrassing to even try to show them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I decided to go public. Um, I want to say going on two years. Oh, and, okay. so yeah, more recently. On, so yeah, going on two go, or almost three years. I'm not hundred percent sure exactly when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I decided like you know let me just make it public, and I started getting like a lot of followers and some of the big um, Instagram accounts started reposting and I started getting more followers like that. That's great. Yeah. I think it's important for people. Like if you want to become an influencer or people think like it's so easy or it happens overnight, it's important. You had an evolution, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. And it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And to me, I felt like, um, I wasn't trying to, for, for, uh, my, my goal was not, oh, I'm going to get all these followers. My goal was more like, this is fun. It's like, it's for me, it was art, like the picture and like seeing the lighting and seeing like, 
the pleading, the way, uh, like um, the time, the passion to just take to like make everything so beautiful mm -hmm. before I ate it because I love food as well. So I like to take that picture and it's like a memory for me. Um, so, and then connecting with other people, like you, I love talking, even when I, like you said, I've broke bread with you. So I like making those connections with people. So I didn't want to just create these, get these like, any followers I like when I went and did these events I wanted to make those connections with the foodie people that I was you know I don't really don't like the word foodie <laughs> yeah I know we but don't like get the labeled people that, yeah you know the people that had the same share the same passion as I did <laughs> as exactly. I do <laughs> exactly I mean listen it's it's difficult I I want to go out I have the same passion right I love to take food yes, I've yes. been I've been doing it forever it was mostly private friends and family on Facebook yes. that's how I kind of started and I was doing it that way. And, you know, my friends, my family, when we go out to dinner, everybody's got to like pause for the photo. So it's yeah. great when we go out together with the, in a group of us that like to take like, photos and do, everybody's doing the same thing. You all get it. You're trying to get the lighting. Everybody understands the process, right? And yes. we're all sitting there. And the best is watching <laughs> the other customers look at us going, what I know, are these guys like, doing? doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Let's start with the food. It's about yeah. the food for you. You have a real appreciation for chefs and like you said, the plating. Where does that come from? I mean, do you have, does your family have a deep history in food? Is it, did you grow up enjoying food? Where yeah. did that come from? Well, I have, I've had, I have family members who have, um, graduated from like um, CIA, um, who have restaurants and a lot of friends who own like those small businesses. Um, I always grew up with an open mindset about food um, where, I grew up, was born and raised in the Bronx. I'm from Honduras. My family's from Honduras. I was born and raised here. Um, my friends were Dominican, Puerto Rican, Jamaican, and I was immersed with all different types of food. And something that I learned from the beginning, and I, it's like, it's like a, um, a quote that I live by, is like, don't yuck my yum, where it means like, if I find this delicious because it's my culture, try it before you yuck it, you know, before you say, oh, I'm never going to try that. So, and I feel that through food, you make those bigger connections with people. Absolutely. So that's where my love comes from. That's awesome. It, it reminds me of uh, the late Anthony Bourdain. I've mentioned yeah. him on the show before. He's one of my food heroes. And, oh, I you know, love him. And he, he used food to break down barriers. That's what it was all about. It was like, you could have differences with anybody. But the second you sit, sit down and break bread with somebody, all of that goes away. You're sharing a meal. There's no way you have to come to terms and start to understand that other person and, and get to know each other. And that's the beauty of eating out. And yeah, so Instagram and the, the photos and you know yeah. all the work that goes into it, that's all great. But really, it's, it's so refreshing and great to hear that you're all about the food. That's amazing. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Sure. Mm -hmm. So talking about food, you've had a lot of impressive meals, I'm sure. Is yeah. There is there one, is there a single meal that kind of like you could think about that blew your mind when you ate it? Okay, so <laughs> I love, I love traveling, which is, which traveling fork, which I thankfully, you know, work with an airline employee. I mean, live, my boyfriend is an airline employee. So we have the, the luxury to mm -hmm. go to places that we love. Uh, Aruba is one of my top places. So, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so we, Again, I don't want to go to all the touristy spots. I, I, we stopped. We went on a cab drive, and I told the cab driver, "Please, like, I want to take take me to a place where, like, you just normally go. Like, I don't want to go to this fancy restaurant or anything." 
and not that I want to bad mouth because some of the I love going to fancy restaurants and I, I love their food as well, but I wanted something local. So he took he takes me and speaking papimiento, like it's he he orders, and when I grabbed the food, it was a soup, delicious, ended up being um iguana soup. And it was like the most delicious soup I've ever had. And then that same driver, we dined with him in three different spots. (laughs) He also took me to, it's called Z-Rover, and it's like a fish fry place. They actually um, fish, they fish there, they clean it, and you order, and me being greedy, (laughs) you get to pick whatever fish you want. And then the guy, you know, he sees me, he's like, oh, you want this? And it was like a tiny little fish. I said, no, I want that one. And it was a huge, (laughs) a huge snapper. But when I tell you the meat in that um, fish, I've never had anything so fresh in my life. Like it was, my mouth is watering. (laughs) It was so, like, it was definitely mind blowing. And like, just speaking to him and speaking to the owner, the owner had like such passion about the line, first of all, because you you have to like order like the fish. The line was like around like the the cars and it was not a fancy, it was like a a nice little hole. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the best. And that when you travel, that's one of the things that I learned. I don't like being on guided tours. I no, don't no, no. want to be where the tourists are. I, If you're a true, we'll use the word again, foodie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you're really into the food and yeah. passion of food and want to get into the culture of food, then you have to step outside your comfort zone. You have to go Definitely. where the locals are eating. You have yeah, to understand yeah. to really get into the culture. That was, I went to Italy for the first time last year. And when we booked our trip, it was our pseudo honeymoon. We just happened mm-hmm. to, uh, my wife's family lives in Poland. And we just took like a long weekend basically in Italy. And we went to vacation on the, the south in Tropia of Italy. And, you know, when we were there, this is not, we weren't in Rome. We weren't in, you know, any of the places where tourists are going. We were where the locals go vacation. So we were in this beautiful villa. I mean, downside, nobody spoke English. Everybody (laughs) pretty much only spoke Italian. So I had to learn that pretty quickly. My wife speaks a little bit. And, uh, you know, but with the food there, every day, the fresh meats, the Mm -hmm. fishes, all the stuff that they would put out, the fresh fruits, and it's all local. It's all yes. local and mm-hmm. you're just, everything you're getting is so fresh. I mean, the cannoli there, I mean, <laughs> honestly, frankly, eating a cannoli here, even there's, there's some amazing bakeries <laughs> on Long Island yeah, where you yeah. live in here. I really, I have no interest in eating a cannoli here anymore because over there it was just insanely different. Uh, I, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. So I have another interesting question for you yeah. being that you love to eat out so much. You travel all the time. Do you cook? Oh God. So <laughs> Uh-oh, here it I comes. do. Okay. And I, my latest post, um, I got, uh, it's called Basta, which is like a, a tool where you could make your zucchini noodles. Um, so my last post, I put, um, have you ever seen Ugly Delicious with David Chang, which is <laughs> like, he goes over how like he grew up, you know, with his mother's Korean food and the food was not as pretty. However, it was one of the most delicious. So I want to describe my food as Ugly Delicious because it's definitely not the prettiest. <laughs> not that I don't have the passion for my food, but I, um, yeah, I mean, I've been cooking since I was like nine years old. Um, so I definitely do enjoy cooking, but um, for this quarantine, I've been cooking more. <laughs> sure, we, uh, um, everybody, yeah. everybody's, had, everybody's had to, right? Yeah, I put my chef hat on, um, but then, yeah, I'm not really good with the plating or making it look cute, so. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. Hey, listen, we all start somewhere, just like you started your Instagram account with the, 
the photography and things like yeah. that and the way you learned lighting you learned I, we could probably yeah. have a whole conversation on that because i have a video oh, yeah. production company so i know all about the light like right now yeah. I, got a light, I got a light here a light there my camera's here you know I, the whole thing yeah. it's, it's a process right definitely so do you only use instagram for your work or do you have yeah. any other platforms just instagram only I just use Instagram and then my, like my Facebook account, my Twitter, they're all my, um, personal. Just, I, I just have family. I think I have like, like a, a, not, not more than a thousand followers. It's literally just family, friends, and people that I've met. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the photography and what goes into it. Like when you're setting up a photo and you're out at a restaurant, is there something, I mean, do you prefer to use natural lighting? What tips would you have to somebody mm -hmm. that's really just getting started? How can somebody make their photo look more professional let's say yeah so um i have i use my phone ma mainly um i do also have my camera the my camera the canon uh, t7i mm -hmm. um but uh i like just using my phone because i feel like you know oh i don't always carry my camera like unless it's like a big event and or like you know something where there's a contract involved mm -hmm. i'll take my cameras um but i usually uh, let me see i think i have it here i don't have it here I have my little um, cam. Have you seen it? My little light, which is like, uh, uh, I'll send you the the link for it. Later. Yeah, we'll put it. We'll put it. We'll put it in the show notes for everybody, right? And you probably bought Perfect. it on Amazon, right? Yeah. And I actually have a lot of um, the um, people that we when we go to events. They've actually purchased because it's a tiny little. I, I I say that it's it's small but powerful, like me, like <laughs> tiny, like you know, <laughs> because it's, it has a really good lighting. Um, and what I do, like if it's outdoors, then I just use the outdoor lighting. Um, the good thing about the iPhone is that you could control the lighting as you're taking pictures. I tend to go as dark as I can because once you're editing it, you could edit the brightness. But one, if it's too bright, you can't edit that. So that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that I use. Um, I try to always always center my, my pictures as well. Like make sure that, because again, when it comes to the editing, you can always, you know, crop it as, as much as you can. And um, yeah, those are the, some of the things that I use, but mainly those three things is what, you know, the light, my phone and my camera. Exactly. And that's the thing, like everybody, you know, I got my phone sitting right here. I take, you know, mm -hmm. majority, even though I have professional cameras and all this stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I can't lug my camera out to dinner when I'm just dining. Like I'm sure. going to, I'm going to prime in Huntington for my anniversary dinner this Wednesday, you know? Yeah, I, yeah exactly. You know, but I got to bring the iPhone. My wife's not going to let me bring my cameras on her anniversary. Yeah. Uh, you know, I may have to even uh, concede and not take any photos that night unless I put it. Sometimes if I can get away with it, but if, if I promise to put her in the photo, then I, I trick her, you know, I can. Yeah. Like pose. That's <laughs> yeah. all. We just want to be the center. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So she, well, cause she, when this all started and we started dating, you know, it was cute. I would take photos, do this thing. And then she started saying, you know, I'm not in the photos anymore. She's like, you just take photos of the food. So, you know, you gotta okay, do so what you get. Someone I know, Steven. <laughs> I love, yes, I love your boyfriend, Steven. He's, oh, he's so you know, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that you guys do a lot of events together. You guys come yeah, around we together do. and it's awesome. Um, yes, yes. So, I have a little bit of a speed round. I've only done this once before. I did it with Whiskey Down Diner and we did a <laughs> diner food speed round. So I have something a little different prepared for you. And it's basically, we're just gonna do a quick hits. Give me your first instinct, best responses to whatever, uh, whatever question I come up with next. So let me know when you're ready for the speed round and we'll have at it. <laughs> Let's see, hopefully I don't stutter. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, ready? Let's do this speed round, best brunch. 
Best brunch, I want to say Cocina Boricua in the Bronx. Best lunch. Best lunch, I want to say Rock and Olive in Long Beach. Oh, nice place. Best dinner. Best dinner, I want to say Tutti Noir in Oceanside. Oh, cool. I'm going to have to check that place out. Yes. Best, best cocktail. Best cocktail, I want to say Noble here in Lawson in Oceanside as well. Oh, wow. You got a French lot of- martini. French martini. Ugh, the best. <laughs> a lot of hometown favorites. I like it. Supporting yes. your real true local. <laughs> yes. Best dessert. Best dessert of, I'm going to say, um, ooh, this is, you got me there. Mm, Baked by the Ocean, the rainbow cake uh, in rain- uh, Long Beach. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, those rainbow cakes are crazy. Have you seen? Oh, I uh, love them. Have you seen La Petite Cafe's uh, Rainbow Donut yet? No, I, I saw, I saw, I read the article in Newsday. It, it looked, it looked delicious. The picture, yes. Yep. Well, and we got sidetracked here. We got one more best of. Okay. Uh, it's summertime. We're outdoors. Best outdoor dining. Best view. Ooh, best outdoor dining that I've had has to be Nikki in the Bay. I want to say, where's Nikki in the Bay? Oh, Lord. It's in Bayshore. Hey, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. I loved it there. And like they had live music. Oh, I was loving it. I felt like I was in the island somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Nikki's on the Bay is great. It's I, my band. Oh, geez. Going back. Oh, 15, 15, I didn't really play. Yeah, that's a different life. But 15, 15 years ago, we used to play Nikki's on the Bay or more. Yeah, it was a long, long time ago. But uh, Jamie, this has been so wonderful. Yes. You shared a lot of great knowledge and your yes, passion yes, for food. Yeah. So I hope everybody go follow Jay's Traveling Fork. And hey, is there thank any, you. anything else you want to leave with people before you go? I hope everybody just stay safe, enjoy, and please support your local businesses. I mean, they are awesome. And I mean, they just, they do their thing just to please us. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Jamie, I'll see you soon. Thank I can't wait to have another meal with you. <laughs> Sal, thank you so much. You're the best. (laughs) You got it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Food Talk, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. Subscribe on iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for behind-the-scenes takes or watch complete episodes on YouTube. Don't forget to make a donation at BigFoodTalk.com.